Thank you for joining me today. You are listening to The Aaliyah Destor Show. Here, I'll share with you tips, inspiring stories, and life hacks on becoming the best version of yourself. In um, when it first hit, it the because we do money with people, we do wealth management and we do divorce. Mm-hmm. Divorce came to a screeching halt because the courts closed for several weeks. So that worked. So not the need for divorce, but. No, the need for divorce <laughs> has amped up and that's no surprise. Anytime there's any big social or national change, you're always going to find an impact on the upside for so more people divorcing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, I think the best news about this time period for people who weren't sure if they were crazy about their marriage is we have heard many times that uh, the marriage got better and people are really enjoying each other's company. So it's a little bit of two camps. We just had a lawyer uh, before you came in, or two people before you came in, and that's exactly what he said. Yeah, it's pretty exciting to see because one thing that we know for sure is that families have been time starved Mm -hmm. and it's the way we've constructed our work world. So when we reimagine life, which I'm still waiting for us to do, and we will because we're really smart, but when we reimagine life, we have to reimagine work for families. And so, and that benefits everybody, not just people with children, it benefits everybody. If the person working next to you is highly stressed because of their family work situation, you have less of a coworker, even though you didn't choose to have children. So this is a, this is a bigger problem than just the families who are living it. But on the wealth management side, we had a duty to get information out to people that was clear and correct and current. And so we spent three videos doing that. First one was, uh, you know, world's not ending, we're here if you need us. Sky is still up there. Absolutely, and it will be tomorrow, no matter what comes. And then the second video was a lot of detail about when the world goes upside down, here's what we always do about money. Here's how to put on the vest, here's how to buckle yourself up. (laughs) Because we um, expect rainy days. That's a planner's mindset and it becomes our client's mindset. There is no world where you don't get rained on sometimes for incredibly long periods of time or with a biblical type rain. Um, And then the third video was after the CARES Act and other legislation came out, we had a duty to read it and respond and explain it to our clients who would then understand the benefits and how to use the things that were being offered there. So we've continued to do that. Because as you know, that's a moving target. Um, And uh, we have a a lot of fun in our office. Uh, We call it RTFD, read the effing document, because because people (laughs) rarely do. And there's value, and it is a lot. So that's what we're paid for. So, So that's what happened at the beginning. We had a big global economy shutdown, and we, the world hadn't seen that before, and I hope we never see it again. And then we had a health issue. Um, so the health issue is twofold in our world. It's the actual, how do we conduct business? We'd been remote for six years. We have clients in Italy and around the country, so it wasn't a big switch for us or, or our clients, but the divorce world got turned upside down. So, and then the mental health issues with all clients are uh, an ongoing opportunity yeah why do you say opportunity like that well because every time you wake up you get to decide how you're going to see the world and be in the world everybody who breathes gets those decisions 
and some days they're easier to make on the upside and some days they're a little dif more difficult. If, if I wake up on a gray day, I'm gonna struggle all day long if I don't artificially pump myself up mentally, even if I exercise. If it's a sunny day like the one we're having today, I wake up excited. <laughs> oh, it doesn't really matter what goes wrong. So I'm, I'm affected that way. But my, some of my clients are affected by family member uh, things that are going on and other things that are going on around them. And, and then I will say that the biggest challenge we have, the opportunity, is to turn down the noise. And a lot of people live alone and that's going to be hard for them to do uh, because that's their friend in the room. So we work hard to get people to think about the sources they're listening to. So it's interesting just listening to you speak right now because without you saying it, you're saying a lot. What you do as a entrepreneur, business owner, when you work with your clients, you have an energy, a presence there mm -hmm. that no matter who you're talking to, you're going to help inspire them and get them to start questioning maybe, you know, well, why is it that I feel this way? And then I feel like as business owners, that is the un, uh, that part of our job description yes. that maybe nobody told us needs to be there. And uh, at least a seven and a growing number of our clients are business owners and small business owners. Now, some of those small businesses are pretty big, but many of them are quite small. And in this time period, we've had the opportunity to share that kind of information with them too. How do you build a business in the worst times? Because people have an idea that in tough economic times is a bad time to buy a, to build a business, but I would say the exact opposite. Nobody's watching you in particular. Everyone's trying to survive. It's a wonderful under the radar, get your ducks in a row time to open and grow a business that you feel sure you have the energy to work in. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So what are some things that you've done, additional things that you've done that maybe other people when they listen to, they can say, oh, I can pull little bits and pieces of that. Over this time period, you said you've been doing video content to help educate your clients and prospective yes. clients. What Picking up the phone a little bit more often. A lot of younger clients aren't inclined to answer or use their phone in the way that someone my age would. So we've been picking up the phone to speak with them where, where it's a, a, important to do that. But we're waiting for clues from them because we're in weekly contact at least with all of our clients. And you won't be surprised to learn that we don't want to reach out to them on a day that's not a great day for them where they don't want someone to call them and inquire how they are. Mm -hmm. So we make the request, can we call you? Yeah. And if the answer is yes, then we do that. So I would say after video, it's call. And, um, and then uh, for a few people who have had, you know, COVID's not the only thing going wrong right now and the economy's not the only thing going wrong. We had a client lose an adult son in a car accident in August. Other things are still going on. They are? They are, they are. <laughs> and uh, because yeah, of that, we've been pushing a few, gifts is a weird word to use, but a few surprise and delight uh, things out to clients so that they know that someone else knows they're going through something. Yeah. Are you guys active on social media? How do you, how do you find out about things like that? Well, so I find out uh, about things like that because we are in contact. We're a boutique shop, so we're in contact with our clients. We're not a big shop. We touch them. 
weekly, if not more often. So that's just the way it is. That's how we conduct our business. In social media, a lot of people who know me know I also call it the social sewer. Um, I, I struggle with the, the intention of social media and the execution of social media. So we're on there less and less frequently because I have taken this time to understand better what the data is being used for. And I never want to put <laughs> You my... have this look on your eye, in your eyes right now that you're like, there's a lot out there that you don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we've probably all watched or will watch soon The Social Dilemma and mm -hmm. thesocialdilemma.com. But I have a son-in-law who is the cybersecurity chief at M&T in New York and um, a former uh, Department of Justice lawyer. And he tells some stories that are frightening about data. Um, and it's really just educating yourself about what you put out, you know, because we do it with the best of intentions. Yeah. But it can, it, first of all, if you've, um, we don't schedule our social media because it can land on a really bad day for yes. a cheerful. So yeah. that doesn't seem to work very well with humans. We don't do that. Um, but we put out things that we think matter. We, we, are, we stay away from politics because I don't think it's a productive use of our social media, but by and large, we're, we're pulling away a little bit. We cannot, we track everyone who comes to us and how they come to us, and we don't get clients from social media. Yeah. And uh, because I talk to a lot of colleagues, friends, family, and a few clients on social media, um, it's just not a, it's not a big part of our business plan, and until it, reaches its higher goals of what it was intended to be, we probably won't include it in that way, in a material way, in our business. I like that. I like hearing that, that there's not just one way to grow your business. There are different ways. You don't have to, because I mean, I, that's a big hurdle that, you know, I have to talk with my clients about. They're like, really, I want to do videos, but I don't want to be on social media. And so the way I talk them through it is if you, you know, you got to make the decision if you're going to be on it or not. And if you decide you do, then videos can continuously give a message without you having to necessarily do it. But somebody has to be there to engage with other humans. Right. And so then it has to come down to them deciding, like, do they want to or not? But, you know, I've talked to quite a few people already from the series, and there are people out there that are you know, still using the old-fashioned method of talking to a human. <laughs> so, and, and when we say old-fashioned, it's a really interesting characterization because there are so many ways to reach people. And if you just focus on your audience, and my audience is uh, not anyone with a pulse. It's actually people who have some level of uh, imagination, curiosity, and energy around their finances, but typically it looks like a she. She is going to be somewhere between 30 and 70, and she uh, is maybe the moneyed person or not, but again, back to that curiosity. So if that's my audience, and that's for the wealth management side where we also serve families who are a nuclear couple. I mean, so the wealth management side is anybody who wants to improve their um, money situation we typically say we do exits are you selling a business are you going away from paid work to retirement are you stepping out of the workforce but on the divorce side our audience is people who 
need to get the financial work done in their divorce so that they have wealth on yeah. the other side. So important. Yeah, and I feel like the videos help, but we also do workshops, and mm -hmm. those are now virtual and have been since March. So I think between... How have those been doing for you, by the way? Excellent. We okay. always get okay. clients out of our workshops. And part of that is because I, I don't control the workshop. I used to own it, but now it's a lawyer's office that does it. And they don't charge. I think that's a business mistake. Um, I would charge. <laughs> but, but because I think people are more engaged with something up. they pay yeah. even a nominal fee for. But I feel like... Um, the reason that we get clients is because we show up with amazing information yeah. and it's not a pitch. Yeah. So if we help them in that hour, and the other thing that we do offer in that workshop is then a free two hour workshop that they can watch as many times as they want and sort of digest the information. Cause no surprise when people are talking about money, it takes a lot of hits before it goes in and stays in. Yeah, and motivates. Right, because my actually. industry is designed to be <laughs> opaque. Yeah. We don't really want you knowing what's going So, I mean, that's, yeah. that's the challenge is when you are different. Mm -hmm. So, to give you some idea of how different, right, and you, you think about the global economy being turned off. I'm a small business, clearly female-owned, yeah. and uh, out of our business, um, there's something like well over a trillion um, dollars managed we're somewhere around one percent of that is female advisors wow 51 percent of the population wow our female if i can survive yeah. <laughs> and thrive we've gotten new clients during this period yeah. anybody can but it's but again we've been doing this for a while but this is also my third business i used mm -hmm. to have a tax practice i had a a first registered investment advisory firm, and then I have this one. So, so money's been your stick for a little while here. Long time. <laughs> There's a personal story there, but yeah, it's what we, because it's the way we can change the world. Yeah. Well, that's amazing. And I think from what I'm getting from this, because I think it's important for small business owners to understand there are a lot of different ways for you to thrive right now. There Just are. Just your workshop thing. I'm like, Oh, to not have to do social media and just to do amazing workshops. <laughs> so the thing, here's the thing about a workshop. If you think about how it's constructed, you're going to fill the room, which is the hardest part, yeah. letting people know that you have this uh, workshop going on. But after that, you're showing up with your presentation, which you've designed hopefully flawlessly through tri trial and error. might not be great the first time. It'll be definitely great by the fifth or sixth time. Mm -hmm. And once you've got that, really the energy starts to flow, right? Yeah. And you're really communicating and helping these folks yeah. understand whatever it is you came to show to tell them so it's a lot of fun and yeah. uh, and who thinks of divorce is fun but you're solving a problem and you're oh. helping people to the person that's going through it that is like their num. that's the thing that keeps them up literally at sure. night and for you to come in and give them just one little piece two little pieces like lift that weight off their shoulders I'm sure they're well so let grateful. me uh, just share with you really quickly a client who is a fitness person who has a small business she started from nothing during this period and she has two little kids at home so the boys are like eight and ten so they're not in you know they're not self-sufficient yet dad is working on the vaccine so incredible wow. hours and um, she's always been a fitness person, but the timing was before COVID hit, she's like, I'm just ready to leap. Got everything in place, COVID hits, nobody can go to a gym. So she created this online fitness business and it's growing quickly and it's so fun to see because every time, this is small business mentality, right? Every time she hits a wall, she goes, 
problem, I'll open a different door. And she does. So it's pretty exciting to watch. And she, she has used social media, and that's how she started it. But her, she sees social media the way I do and believes that ultimately she's going to have to go to a website, and that's what she did. So as she pivoted off of different platforms, she started this website, which now she can enterprise through very easily for classes, and she trains other trainers. I mean, it's just like, think of a business. Throw me a business, and let's figure out how to get it done, because you can under any circumstance most of the time. Okay, so when do people actually reach out to you? It sounds almost like now you can help them like make money through their business too. <laughs> well, we do that, but they have to be a client because yeah. that is not our business. There's good coaches out there so who can make these have additional that. though value adds that when people work with you, you because that's see their success. livelihood they're trying yeah. to build, right? Succeed. So lots of times people think a wealth manager just takes care of their brokerage account. Uh, robots gonna be doing that in the future and they could do it now we just get paid to do it but our stuff is uh, it's way more than that that's probably the smallest piece we do yeah um, we had a client go through an IPO last week so we're we're talking about all kinds of things estate planning taxes so I think that um, we don't do everything yeah. you have to be a client but whatever is in your world that has a financial impact we're talking to you about and remember I if you've been doing been doing this a very long time, 30 years, it, yeah. we're going to our 31st year next year. But the gal who did the fitness, she's a young mom. She's 30 something. Yeah. She'll she'll probably have a couple more businesses before she finishes up. Yeah. Because if you have adult children at home, you should let them know they're in for a 55 year work life at a minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> and and owning a business, like if this time didn't teach you that owning a business might be the way to go. Uh, I don't know what would convince you. I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's wrap it up with what's one piece of advice or a quote or a mindset hack that you can share with somebody who maybe isn't in that in the right place for them right now when it comes to their small business locally. Um, number one is keep your keep curious and keep your imagination going because i that there's a line in the hamilton play that i just think of all the time look around look around aren't we lucky to be alive right now for anything negative you can point to i can pretty much point to an incredible positive during this time and it's not because i'm susie sunshine no one would accuse me of being susie sunshine it's because as small business people we're natural optimists and we have tough days but we pick up those bootstraps and we go. So your imagination is the only thing standing in your way to growing your business in any environment. That's awesome, thank you. Sure. Thank you for joining us for this conversation and I hope it inspired you. If you'd like to learn how to hyper attract your powerful tribe to successfully launch a business, movement, or idea, please go to aliyadastor.com and sign up for the free three-day challenge and learn how you can get started today for free. Thanks again for tuning in and I will see you next time.